sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Hockey Hall of Fame should be announcing here in a matter of moments. I'm, I'm refreshing their Twitter page to see. As am, as am I right now. But we're going to wait and see if Rob Brennamore is elected to the Hockey Hall of Fame. Which, by all accounts, the man should be. A travesty. Something that you pointed out to me. Casey Hintz, WREL Sports, pointed this out last night on WREL. Yes. There are 37 players that are eligible for the Stanley Cup who have 1,100-plus career points and have won a Stanley Cup. 37 people have done it. 35 of them are in the Hall of Fame. Of those two people yet to get into the Hall of Fame, one of them is Rob Prendamore. I, I mean, I'm like, if that's the criteria, what are we doing here? If it looks like a duck and it quacks like a duck, it's time to put that duck in the Hockey Hall of Fame. Okay. But I digress. Yeah, go. Casey Hintz has that up on uh, WRLSportsFan.com right now. She has um, a full-on breakdown. Like three minutes of, like, why he deserves to be in there. And even if you look at the past of guys who have gotten into the Hall of Fame, the Hockey Hall of Fame. Now, this is not an NHL-specific Hall of Fame. This is Big difference. Hockey Hall of Fame, similar to basketball, the Naismith Basketball Hall of Fame. This is different than, for example, the NFL Hall of Fame in Canton. So you factor in international competition and things like that as well. But, for example, you look back at 2019, a guy by the name of Guy Carboneau was elected into the NHL Hall of Fame, okay? Guy Carboneau, in his career, had about roughly half the amount of points that Rob Brindamore had huh. in his career. Interesting. Now, here's something that Guy Carboneau does have to his credit. He has three Selkie trophies. The Selkie trophy is awarded to the best defensive forward in the NHL. He has three of those. Rod has two. Pretty close. Didn't he win them back-to-back? And he did win them back-to-back seasons. How old was he when he won them back-to-back? In his mid-30s? In his mid-30s. Interesting. Close to my age uh, that I am right now. Now, granted, Geek Carbono won three Stanley Cups. He won two with Montreal, Mm. and he rode the coattails of the 1999 Dallas Stars team because he didn't really contribute that much other than being that veteran presence in the locker room. In terms of actually contributing, like, points and stuff, didn't really do a whole lot. A cup is a cup. A cup is a cup. But this is gets into the question of this is an individual recognition. Where do we factor in team success when it comes to that? Because if it's not for Rod, 06 doesn't happen here in North Carolina. With no. the Carolina Hurricanes winning the Stanley Cup. It just doesn't happen. And the anniversary of that was actually on June 19th earlier this week. So, again, how do we balance out team success with individual stats and numbers. Because, for example, a lot of people are going to say Henrik Lundqvist, first first time being eligible for the Hockey Hall of Fame. He never won a Stanley Cup. He won one Vesna trophy. Now, he does have a, an Olympic gold medal to his credit with Sweden. Sure. And, and, and Olympics are li- very like, important. Exactly. I'm not discounting that at all. But he also has a tons of wins and was one of the best goalies of his era. But, again, if we're factoring in team success for one and not another, like, again, how do you balance those kinds of things out? I look at what the individual did, and Rob Brindamore multiple times was voted for a Selkie, won it twice, 
was a heart tro- is was a heart finalist in some years. This guy deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. Should be in the Hall of Fame. And before we move on, just the because we're still waiting on that announcement, but I think it's important to understand the categories, just how all this works, right? Mm-hmm. So, for example, right. You have Rod Brindamore, the player. You have Rod Brindamore, the coach. There's two, those are two different classifications within uh, the Hockey Hall of Fame. One is considered player. One is considered a builder, uh, just kind of the category of inductee. Uh, and then for the player, though, the attributes, according to the Hockey Hall of Fame website, playing ability, so stats, things like that, yep. sportsmanship, character, and contributions to his or her team or teams and to the game in hockey, of hockey in general, right? Mm-hmm. Rod Brindamore is in two separate NHL team Hall of Fames, both the Flyers and the Hurricanes. Yeah. Um, he, it, his importance to the overall upswing of Carolina Hurricanes hockey as a player, winning that cup in 2006, all of that, I, I think it really goes to show just how critical he was to hockey in this part of the country. I don't know. I mean, and obviously some of these things like sportsmanship and character are a lot more subjective, but... I mean, everything you look at with Rod Brindamore, he checks the box. He checks the box. So, And part of the issue, too, is only four male players can go in each year. Yeah. And so if you've got a couple of really good guys who are maybe first ballot Hall of Famers, it just continues to tick down the availabilities. We'll dive more into just the ridiculousness sometimes. We're fired up. That is the Hall of Fame, or just Hall of Fame inductions in general. Let's move on to the U.S. Women's National Team. For our top three stories here at 3 o'clock. The U.S. Women's National Team announced its 23-player roster, 23-woman roster today. Features some local ties here. For example, Crystal Dunn, who played at North Carolina, graduated in 2013. Former member of the NC Courage, making it. Emily Fox, who played at UNC. Also plays for the NC Courage. First time with U.S. Women's National Team. And Casey Murphy, goalie for the NC Courage, making the 23-player roster for the U.S. Women's National Team. Emily Fox, again, who plays for the Courage, played at North Carolina, spoke to the media earlier today about, hey, you know what? This is her first time making the U.S. Women's National Team. It's not an easy team to make. We'll dive into that a little bit later on as well. But Emily Fox did discuss on what it's like making the U.S. Women's National Team. I think one, it just shows like like how hard I've worked for this and how much effort and time I've put in and everyone else around me that's helped me, my teammates, coaches, trainers, parents. Um, I think that's one side of it. And then I think the other side of it is just like, like you said, it, it's, it's very powerful being on this team and you can really move people and you can influence people. And so I think with that, it's, and I talked about this before, like I feel like now I've I've really been able to like uh, take care of myself and kind of help myself. And now it's like, now that I'm on this part of, you know, soccer stage, like how can I help other people? And how can I get more people either involved in soccer, playing soccer or doing what they love and feeling great about it. Again, that's Emily Fox, defender for the NC Courage, former North Carolina Tar Heel on making her first U.S. Women's National Team to be in a World Cup. She's competed in friendlies and other competitions for the U.S. Women's National Team. Uh, during uh, different points throughout the season, and honestly, since uh, throughout the 
throughout the last several years to say first competing with them in 2018 when she was just 20 years old mm-hmm. uh, with the senior team that is so making a U.S. Women's National Team being a World Cup pretty awesome yeah and she's had some uh, you know uh, some experience here with uh, U.S. Women's National Team head coach uh, Vlatko and Donovsky, mm-hmm. uh, he he took over in the second half of 2019. So after that last women's national team uh, World Cup title, uh, remember they've won back-to-back World Cups now. Uh, and uh, you know she's uh, reading um, s- some of the work done by let's see, it was uh, Steph Yang of the Athletic. She talked a lot about how that Crystal Dunn uh, Emily Fox combo with defenders could be just yeah really good for the U.S. Women's National Team. Trying to trying to make it three three in a row. All right, hit the breaking news, Graham. We have we have breaking news here. Rob Brindamore snubbed from the Hockey Hall of Fame. I see three goalies were going in. Mike Vernon, Tom Barrasso, Henrik Lundqvist going in. Sure. Also... Pierre Turgeon going in. Those are the four male uh, members being inducted into the Hall of Fame. Uh, Tom Barrasso was a former Carolina Hurricanes goalie. Caroline Wallette is being inducted. Big-time member of the Canadian national team, women's national team, being inducted into the Hall of Fame as well. A couple people on the coaching side as well. For example, Ken Hitchcock going in. Pierre LaCroix uh, going as part of like the builder inductee. Uh, honored posthumously. Uh, also, again, Ken Hitchcock, the uh, longtime coach, uh, as part of the builder category going into the Hall of Fame as well. But Rob Brindamore, not in it. Tom Barrasso, former Carolina Hurricane, going in. But Tom Barrasso made his hay with the Pittsburgh Penguins, yes. winning a couple Stanley Cups in the early 90s with them, which featured Rob Francis. Uh, on that team as well. Uh, Ron Francis, that name comes up uh, for various reasons, which we'll uh, potentially dive into a little bit later on, is why Rob Brindamore's not in the Hall of Fame again, and it's a travesty. Thank you for listening to the Best of the Drive podcast. I'm Tim Donnelly here with Coach Pete Deruda, America's wealth coach and best-selling author. Coach, one of the big questions I always hear is, do I have enough money to retire? Well, maybe, maybe not. The most important thing is you have lifetime income you can never outlive. We'll design that plan for the next 10 people to call. No cost or obligation. Put yourself in control of retirement. Call 800-691-3215. You can also text Tim to 600-700. That's T-I-M to 600-700. You'll hear from Coach Pete and the Capital Financial advisory group rob brindamore was a finalist for the hockey hall of fame didn't get elected which is stupid that guy deserves to be in the hall of fame he does simple as that that guy not only does he deserve it but the man earned it speaking of the beats, man earned it i got beef with the hockey hall of fame talk, talk like to me. no no it just it just doesn't make sense to me because mm-hmm. you go through and you look at the different kinds of the categories that are important to the the election process for mm-hmm. players ability He's, he's got that in spades, whether it be yes. 1,100 points, whether it be winning a Stanley Cup. Two wh- Selkie trophies. W- two Selkie trophies. Um, one of the best uh, special teams players we've, we've ever seen. One of the best face-off guys ever. Exactly. So he, he's got the actual ability perspective. Mm-hmm. Sportsmanship and character, what, those are going to be the more like subjective, individual person, interacting within the industry, stuff like that. But I everything on that in a second. Go on. Everything you hear about Rod Brindamore, from people who know Rod Brindamore, is that Rod Brindamore is a good guy. And people well, enjoy being around him. As and he's someone a great... who has interviewed Rod multiple times, 
Absolutely great guy. Great representative of mm-hmm. what you want in hockey, what you want in, in the sport, in the league, in your franchise, all of that stuff. Uh, and then contributions to his or her team or teams and to the game of hockey in general. Uh, so you know, Rod spent the last half of his, his career essentially with the Hurricanes. He's in the Hurricanes Hall of Fame. Uh, he is in the uh, Flyers Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. So that's two separate NHL franchise Hall of Fames. Yeah. And, and then it's the impact on the Hurricanes franchise as a whole, right? Someone who came in and was such a pivotal player, was such a face to the success that the Hurricanes had. Um, and, uh, like, is this, to me, sometimes I'm like, is this as simple as he didn't win the Conn Smythe? Like, if, if he would have gotten it in that 06 Stanley Cup? Yeah. Because, like, I mean, it, it seemed like he was the one who should have won it. Uh, th- there's there's peop- There are a lot of people, and I'll probably be on that bandwagon of saying, yeah, he probably should have won the Conn Smythe. It's not a knock against Cam no, no, no. Ward. But Cam Ward obviously was the story being the rookie goaltender sure. that came in and all that. But, no, nah, to me, Rod was the guy. Conn Smythe's for the playoffs, mm-hmm. not just the Stanley Cup. Yep. And he was the guy during the playoffs for the Hurricanes. Yeah. Um. And what he means is, like I said, the the teams in general, the game in general, massive part of the continued expansion of uh, hockey in the Southeast, especially in Raleigh, especially in North Carolina. It just it just makes so much sense. Um, and, and like all of the different boxes that you would kind of poke against to say, oh, I don't know, maybe he shouldn't be. It's like, no, he, there are the responses to that. Oh, did he win a championship? Yes, he did. He won the Stanley Cup. Does he have the stats to back it up? Yes, he does. Um, so, I don't know. I, To me, I, well, gosh, we can also just get into the, the frustration behind the election process, mm-hmm. which for those of you who do not know, the Hockey Hall of Fame, once again, not the NHL Hall of Fame, the Hockey Hall of Fame, uh, it is essentially there are 18 members who vote in the Hockey Hall of Fame each year. In order to get the actual to door to get in you have to receive 14 of those 18 votes it is the smallest hall of fame voting committee yeah. amongst all of the major american sports franchises the football baseball basketball hockey yeah. like amongst that kind of classic four group um i don't know it's it just it, it I hate it's always like this with Hall of Fames. It feels like every year there's always something that just makes you want to just grind your gears and throw things against the wall. Well, it's something you talk about again that just just 18, but something you mentioned as well about not just the stats that you, what you put out there on the ice, but the basically it's your likability. Sure. And everyone loves Rod. Everyone respects Rod throughout the league. But again, from amongst these 18, Sometimes you might have just one person that's in that room that doesn't like you. And guess what? This is where human human beings are politicking behind the scenes. And guys like Rod get snubbed. Mm. That's the kind of stuff that happens. There's one guy in there that just starts politicking and all that kind of stuff and won't vote for him and can speak down against somebody. That kind of stuff does happen. It just takes one. And again, this is where people, unfortunately... Uh, where human emotion does play a factor into these kinds of things when it comes to making these decisions, even though we could look and say he's one of thirty of 37 guys eligible f- for the Hockey Hall of Fame that have 1,100-plus points in their career and have won a Stanley Cup. 37 guys have done that that are eligible for the Hockey Hall of Fame. 35 of them are in it. There's only two people left out. One of them's Rob Brindamore. 
Tell me what's wrong. Uh, and it's, it's also part of it, too, I think, is the representation of the Carolina Hurricanes within the Hockey Hall of Fame itself. Right? Yeah. There's, yes, the Hurricanes are not the oldest franchise out there, obviously, no. as the Hurricanes themselves. But when you look at it, you've got Paul Douglas Coffey, uh-huh. Ron Francis, and Mark Recchi, who are all... When you look into the actual and, Hall of Fame under the Carolina Hurricanes, and now and now Barrasso, but Barrasso and Recchi played parts of season, parts exactly of one season. Ron Francis is the the longest tenured Hurricane amongst that group, and Ron Francis didn't play the majority of the season with the Canes. And I I understand that part of that is just the nature of the the age of the Hurricanes. Even yeah. Brenda Moore, you know, played ten seasons for the Canes, and that's that's not more than fifty percent of his career. Plus, also we factor in as well as that Ron Francis was a longtime Hartford Whaler before exactly. going with Pittsburgh. So. The longest tenure person of the this organization that's, I mean, outside of probably Gordy Howe. Sure, yeah. Uh, but in terms of the NHL. Cur- Carolina Hurricanes. The Carolina Hurricanes. Yes. You factor that kind of stuff in. So it's it's mind-boggling. It's not an easy thing to get into. Again, four no. four people, four men get four in men, every, single, every single year. And we're looking at Mike Vernon, Henrik Lundqvist, Tom Brasso, three goaltenders, and Pierre Turgeon. Uh, Pierre Turgeon. Didn't have the postseason uh, success. Won a Lady Bing trophy. Was multiple times throughout his career uh, voted uh, for the Lady Bing or got votes in the Lady Bing trophy. Uh, one time got some votes for a Hart trophy for league MVP. But a guy who amassed thirteen hundred twenty-seven points in twelve hundred ninety-four games, better than a point per game player in his career. Uh, big chunk of it with St. Louis. Played with Buffalo for a while. The Islanders. He, he played for a lot of different teams. He was a great player. Uh, but, again, how do you factor in also postseason success, individual awards, all those kinds of things? I chose William Peace because of the personalized education it offers, which allows students to truly know their professors. It's really possible to make genuine connections with your professors and learn intentionally here and dive deep into what you're passionate about. A 12 to 1 student to faculty ratio is just one of the many reasons students choose William Peace University. Extra attention starts day one for career planning with their Career Services Center. Find out all they have to offer at peace.edu.